It's the Early Access Podcast, episode 20, January 28th, 2020. I need to find my show notes here. We are back because last week I had to take the week off. I had to go and do some work. But we'll be here every Tuesday at 8 p.m. PST on twitch.tv slash Shampoo. You can check us out on Discord where I'll drop updates like, hey, I'm going to be missing because I was missing last week. I apologize. And uh, check us out. Discord.gg slash Shampoo, Twitter.com slash Shampoo. TikTok is Stealth Shampoo. I'm actually going to try to post some Beat Saber content. I got my GoPro in. I have the green screen set up behind me, which if you watch live on Twitch, you can look at my dumb face, talk to you instead of just listening to my voice into your ears. Uh, and I got the green screen up behind me. Hopefully I can start recording some uh, mixed reality content to put up on TikTok. I'm, I'm going to just do it. I'm going to see if it works out. I'm going to see if it's like a quick and easy way to get like half a million views. Because some of my friends posting Beat Saber content have been absolutely exploding on TikTok. Um, as well as just other VR stuff in general. A lot of people haven't ever done VR, so it's really novel and, and cool to them to watch VR content. But uh, Stealth Shampoo, notably, it's the 28th. In two days, not only do I turn 25, but Stealth Shampoo will also be turning 10 years old. I started this uh, whole thing. I got the Stealth Shampoo username on my 15th birthday back in 2010. And uh, it was a combination of Back in Call of Duty 4. Actually, I guess Modern Warfare now also because... No, no, Soap wasn't in... Spoiler alert. Soap wasn't in the Modern Warfare that came out in 2019. But anyway, uh, the shampoo part comes from the name Soap from COD 4, which I'd, I'd play a lot of Call of Duty with my buddies back in middle school and high school. And then I would use a silent P90 with a red dot on it. So uh, Stealth Shampoo was like the war name, like the Call of Duty name that I chose that I still use today. And we've stuck with it. For 10 years, and I mean in two days, I would have stuck with it for 10 years. So back in my freshman year of high school, we were told to write a letter to ourselves to be delivered 10 years later. And honestly, I feel like 10 years later wasn't long enough because I remembered that it was coming. I feel like if we had done it 20, 30 years, then this might have been a little bit more viable. But I was literally thinking about this maybe like a month or two ago, like, oh, that letter is going to come in like soon. I didn't realize 2020, it, it marks 10 years of me starting high school. I'm well, well out of college at this point. So I got the letter in the mail. I actually, so I sat next to a girl in, I can't show the envelope on stream because it has my name on it, but I sat next to a girl, an address, um, whose name was also Nikki. And her handwriting, I still remember to this day. I don't know why it is that it seems like women just have very distinct font uh, to dudes. But she had written her name on this envelope. And so I thought I had got a letter from her 10 years later. And uh, I pulled it out here. And first off, there's a three-page like actual letter written on binder paper. But also in the envelope... This is the one thing I'm pissed off about. I got to call out Nikki from 2010. I open up the envelope and before you even get to the letter, falls out two crisp $1 bills. These $1 bills were not like brand new from the bank. Um, they were flattened for the past 10 years. And there's a tear, a torn up piece of binder paper that says... Here's some cash for the future. I know you're a billionaire by now, though, Nikki. I gave myself two fucking dollars 10 years later. I could have put this in bonds. I probably could have bought a bag of chips at school. 
I could have done, I should have put it in Bitcoin. This is back in 2010. I sent myself two fucking dollars. I don't know how stupid I was. This is the biggest problem I have with this whole letter. I don't know how stupid I was back in ninth grade when I started high school to think $2 would make any significant impact on my life in the year 2020, but it doesn't. I can't even get a pack of Pokemon cards for $2. Like the cheapest I can go if I'm buying a single pack, maybe three, is cool. Is there a single thing that I, I can't think of a thing that I can pay for with $2 that I would actually want? Like literally anything? Oh God. That you actually want is the harder question. I could probably get some trinket off of, like, Walgreens, but no. I feel like, like, a can of soda or something. Depends I don't on where. Soda. I know several places downtown where you will not get one for, like, $2 at a restaurant. No, no. I remember we all went to the movies uh, a week ago, and I had $6. And I thought to myself, <laughs> I, I wanted to get a large soda, but I remembered slushies were cheaper. So I'm like, I'll get a, I'll get a slushie. We'll save some money. But also... I felt like $6 still wasn't enough for a large slushie, so I got a medium and it ended up being like $5.35. Like we, I, bro, Nikki from 10 years ago, you still live in California, all right? Nothing is cheap here. Crossing the bridge, if I ever need to do that, that's $6, dude. $2 is nothing. So this dumbass sent me $2, uh, and for that, like, at least thanks, uh, but fuck you. And I'm going to read parts of this letter. It's actually really long. I have incredibly small handwriting. Um, I will skip over this part of the letter, but it said, um, it talked about the time I got in trouble in English class for writing, um, and I didn't write enough. I didn't, I basically didn't write enough. Our teacher asked us to write half a page and my friend wrote like five lines per page. I'm writing, what, what is it? Or five words per line. I'm writing like 10, I'm writing 10 to 12 words per line. That's how small I write. And, uh, for those of you on stream, you can actually see it. I write incredibly tiny. And so I got in trouble for not writing enough in class. Although I had written the same amount of words, I just didn't space them out. Like I, I didn't have two words worth of space between my... Anyway, so I complain about that. There's actually a lot of ranting in this letter um, and some life advice from, from my dumbass. It starts off, uh, Dear Nikki, dude, what's up? You just greeted yourself twice. You wrote this letter in the ninth grade for Mr. Williams' life skills class. Hope you have time to stop and read this. I know you're busy with being a billionaire and all. Are you a doctor yet? Uh, back in ninth grade, you were known as a really smart dude. So this is really sad because I'm not a billionaire, but I'm also doing really well for myself at 25. And a lot of people aren't. Uh, a lot of people that I hang out with aren't. And so... I it, it, it feels sad that I am successful, but like in the contrast of other people not being successful, I, I really wish I would was a billionaire. Um, did you ever get rich off of stealth shampoo? It was always your dream to get famous <laughs> off of YouTube. Look at where we are now, Keeler. We're on Twitch here doing this dumbass podcast. Oh, God. Um, YouTube changed to, too. To answer your question, Nikki, uh, no, you did not. And actually, your dream is to not get rich off of doing this. Your dream is to actually like work a real job and have a real career. Like how fun that is. Uh, how how things change. Um, I remember you made Modern Warfare Two videos way back in the day, which I did. I played a lot of Call of Duty. Um, I'm gonna skip. This is the part where I I name off all my friends. I talk about Kyle, who's uh, who still lives. I think I actually haven't seen him lately, but uh, still lives by me. Talk about a lot of my friends. 
uh, by name and how we came up with our, like, Call of Duty names. I go up against that whole summary. Um, I talk about a girl who I liked back in the day who had a boyfriend in high school. And she is, I think she is still dating that same guy. Uh, I'm going to skip forward because this is super long and I write really small. If you've forgotten, stop working so much and live life, dude. I actually put that in underline and bold. Just uh, not too much. You don't need to study that much, but you still need to put that food on the table. Uh, Ten years ago, you still had some good moral values. How did I know I'd become such an <laughs> asshole in the future? <laughs> um, you know, that actually, the one where you're saying, like, don't work so hard probably would have been worth remembering when you're doing like 24 hour streams yeah yeah for uh, something that I, never really took off that much either when my work week is like 60 to 70 hours i i then go in to say by the way you're not as smart as you think I, i'm just saying that because i know we're cool with each other um then i talk a bunch about some of my older friends see what they're doing i still hang out i uh, not hang out with but i still actually like talk to half of these people then i make a list of my favorite bands from back in 2010 green day lincoln park paramore muse taylor swift those are the four <sighs> so i wrote 2010 down. those that are those so are 2010 you know i can't deny that that is i i actually still like paramore and taylor swift um Haley williams is actually this doing is her like, own like, with the exception project. of taylor swift this is the i listened to live 105 back when it was called live 105 and back when they played this kind of music Dude, actually, I, I still play most of those bands, honestly, to be honest, which is kind of sad in some ways. I didn't actually, um, I didn't actually even listen to Live 105 back then, but yeah, that's our I local, like, I didn't really like, listen to them, station. but, like, you knew that, you knew they were your station, even if you didn't listen to that station. You knew, like, that was the station that played all of these bands. Anyway, so it ends off, uh, you were a beast, and then I translate it awesome or good at as if i would fucking forget what that means and if that term i don't think i think people still say dude you're fucking beast uh you're really good at modern warfare too remember to keep gaming it makes you so cool uh i can't think of anything else now may or may not more right later enjoy the contents of this envelope nikki from 2010 there's fucking two dollars in here you asshole anyway so that's what i wrote myself um absolutely no information that i had forgotten about I gained absolutely nothing of monetary gain. Uh, and Nikki from high school, you're a complete fucking idiot. You should have sent me more money. That is that is the key takeaway from this. Because if he had given me at least like $20 or something, um, I actually am really hungry. And after this podcast, I had to grab some In-N-Out. And that, that's running you at least like 15 bucks. So if you at least put yourself a 20 in there for the future, um, really what you should take away from this is invest, put some money aside, and make sure it's more than $2. Because that, that's what I'm doing nowadays. And so that's why I wrote myself uh, 10 years ago. Anyway, coming back ahead to the future, uh, more more as like last week. So if you were on streamer Twitter last week, um, you have seen the clip of the streamer complaining about how people weren't subscribing to her. In case you haven't, Hewler's going to play it here right now. How did my whole speech about how I need subs to get the stream going if you like the content, blah, 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 how that results in zero subs? There are regulars here. Five dollars a month. How are you have hours of time to watch me and not five dollars? I 
don't know. What are you doing with your life where you have hours of time to watch Twitch and not $5 to provide for the content that you're watching? So that's, uh, that's the end of the clip, right, regular? Just a little more, but start talking a little bit. We'll play the bus. All right. Uh, we don't need the rest of the clip. We pretty much got the gist of it. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. This basics. was all over streamer Twitter last week. I didn't get to it because I had to go out to work. And first off, this is this this kind of stuff and everyone having to chime in on the latest streamer clip is why I'm going to do a mass unfollowing on Twitter. I don't need to hear everyone's morality high ground take on this clip. I now I'm not being a, I'm not trying to be a hypocrite here. I do I do call out streamers on this podcast often when they do generally heinous and terrible things like spitting vodka into a cat's mouth or beating their wife or uh, yelling racial slurs. Like all those things are things we should be calling people out about. Being entitled, being, being you know, saying some not so nice things to your chat. This, this does not register on my radar or something bad. In fact, had people dug far enough or maybe had I been... Uh, bigger as a streamer in the year 2018, 2019, people would have actually caught me saying the same thing because I had this running joke, which I still actually do, to where anytime you subscribe to me, it's called paying a viewer tax. I am entitled to your viewer tax. You are watching me and you have to give me money because of that. Otherwise, you're not you're not doing your fair share to keep this production going. That was the whole, it's real tongue in cheek. People have legitimately on my stream gotten mad at me for that. Um, I've never, I know I've never blown up on people and be like, why the fuck aren't you guys subscribing? Like I haven't actually gotten mad about that, but whenever, whenever people subscribe, um, it became a little bit in the evolved days of a joke. Hey, thanks for paying your viewer tax. I actually, it started off because one of my mods was also subscribing to my channel. So I would say, Hey, thanks for paying your mod tax, dude. And someone actually got really mad in the chat. Like what a mod tax. I'm like, yeah, to be a moderator in my chat, you have to pay me. And they got really heated, uh, which I I would love to have the mental capacity and the time in my life to get mad about something so minuscule. I, I would love to have that much resource, that emotional energy to put on something so, so unimportant. But he got mad and said, oh, you charge your moderators to work for you. Don't you see how that's messed up? You should be paying them. I'm like, I'm like, no, I doubled down. I was like, yeah. And actually... There's a viewer tax also. If you watch a stream for longer than two hours, you have to subscribe. Otherwise, I'm going to ban you. And it's a joke. Um, I had actually followed the streamer way back in the day. I don't watch her very often. But one of my friends had raided her. And her webcam frame had said, shit streamer, shit stream, meh. Like, this is all... And from, it seems, people who know her, uh, people defending her on Twitter, it all seems to be a joke. It all seems to be another way to prompt subscribers. I don't need to hear the, oh, use $5, subscribe with Amazon Prime. I don't need that spiel. I like the whole, like, hey, subscribe to my channel. Like It's a tongue-in-cheek joke. She wasn't being serious about this. But even if she was, I it, this isn't that big of a deal. And you're going to forget about it tomorrow, which it's next week. Everyone had forgot about it. I don't need a bunch of people going around, you know, dogpiling on this girl being like, yeah, actually, she's shitty. I agree. She is shitty. I agree. She is shitty. Like my entire Twitter feed, um, obviously going to be a little bit more biased towards streamers because I was one because a lot of my friends are was just everyone piling on the stream and, and their takes were, oh, 
You know, just because you're streaming, just because you can hit the start streaming button doesn't entitle you to money. You should do this for fun and not money. Ah, the echo chamber of streamers. I absolutely hate it. That that's really that's really the whole thing with this. I I am fully confident that she was joking around, and if she wasn't, this isn't even a. I mean, it's not. It doesn't even register on my mind of shitty things streamers have done to actually get called out on Twitter. Just it just gained a lot of traction. And uh, it was really annoying on my feed. So I had to bring it back up one week later uh, for you guys to hear about. Anyway, uh, we also have the other ginormous news that came. I'm not going to talk too much about it. I really loved Philip DeFranco's coverage. Kiel, did you, do you watch Philip DeFranco ever? Yeah, for ten year, over 10 years now. Oh, really? I've only started watching maybe for the past three um, I really liked no, his 2009. coverage. I remember some episode in 2009. I'm like, this is interesting. I'll subscribe. And then, goddamn. So I really liked his co- uh, his coverage of um, Kobe's helicopter crash. He presented the whole, uh, I did not know about the Kobe Bryant rape trial case thing, which I had done very preliminary research on, but I'm not going to talk about because, you know, I have this special ability to where um, I could shut the fuck up and not talk about topics that I don't know about too well. It's incredible. Uh, it almost seems on the internet that you are required to have an opinion, whether or not it's based on facts. I read a little bit about the trials, but I think I was literally, this was, I was like eight or something when it happened. Um, I probably got the math wrong. You could probably figure out how old I am based off of, well, I actually just said it. I'm turning 25 in two days. But I was very young at the time and, and very unaware of what had happened. Um, but it seemed like the helicopter crash took it took over the entire day. So what I was doing was, was it Sunday that this happened, Keeler? Is it Saturday? Either way. Sunday, I think. Both Sunday. of these days, I was out. Um, I got up at 10 a.m. and I drove to the card shop to go play in uh, the new Pokemon. The new Pokemon card set for Sword and Shield is coming out. So I went to go play in a bunch of tournaments for that. And I was standing, uh, hanging out with one of my friends when I heard someone out in the distance be like, yeah, man, it was a helicopter crash. And I thought he was just talking about some movie. And so we all sit down, we get our cards, and it's a draft, so we start deck building. And the entire table is talking about it. Like, we're not talking about the brand new set of Pokemon cards that we got right in front of us. I'm sitting at this table with, like, ten other, eight, ten other dudes, and everyone is talking about the helicopter crash and what had happened, what they had heard about it, and if anyone had survived, and the news had just been coming out. And it was a real huge i i don't follow basketball at all it's really big up here in northern california where we have uh killer oh no i thought i'd be able to pull it out of my ass what's our basketball team up here it's not the 49ers i swear to god i'm not warriors right i'm not the expert either i warrior or golden gate right that it's, it's a big sport around all of California, given that Kobe. Oh Martin no! Was I just went over that whole right? like I don't talk about things I don't know about thing. Oh Anyways. no! Well, basketball is a big thing up here in Northern California, with everyone and except the whole my state, dumbass. Like I'm saying. And for the it whole is, state. it is. Um, and so we're here at like a card shop, the nerdiest dudes you can imagine. Of course, some of them are fans of basketball, and uh, this the news just absolutely took over the like feel of the event where everyone's like glued to their phone and someone's like oh more news came out where this and this happened um and i did see that initial tmz article where everyone is talking about it now where uh the tmz actually broke broke the information that um 
everyone in the helicopter, or maybe not everyone, but Kobe Bryant at least had passed away in the helicopter crash before the next of kin had been notified. And uh, so we there in the card shop being so thirsting for information saw that article and, and everyone else picking up that information right afterwards, which is just a fucked up um, way that the media runs nowadays with being first to getting the information out, getting the clicks, getting that ad revenue. Um, that, that is very, very uh, bad of TMZ, and I condemn that kind of behavior as much as Philip DeFranco did. But I have to admit that I was also one, um, not necessarily on my phone consuming that information, but asking for it and then having it passed to me from someone who was on their phone trying to Google this stuff up. Because I was with maybe like 50 people and basically everyone's talking about it uh, seemingly. And it's incredibly tragic to um, all he was trying to do, that interview where he was talking and why he flies around in a private helicopter. And it was because all he, he just wanted to avoid the traffic. Um, I shouldn't say just wanted to avoid the traffic because I have driven in LA traffic, especially around like E three times in the summer. And imagine being able to go from where I, you know, I try to get into San Francisco and it could take me 30 minutes. It could take me up to an hour and a half because of traffic. And I, if I get on a helicopter, if I had that much money and spend 15 minutes instead commuting, um, and then get to do all the other stuff I want to afterwards, I would absolutely do it. I, I totally understand. Um, you know, wanting, wanting to do that, which Kuehler, of course, is much more of an expert on traffic and cars than I am. But uh, we got to figure that stuff out because helicopters are probably There's not dangerous. It's probably an, an isolated incident. Yeah, but, um, but I definitely can see how it's just like, kind of makes it, you think like, had it been easier to travel around Los Angeles, which is really sprawly and full of traffic all the time, might have turned out differently. Very similar uh, geographically speaking to to Tokyo like it's just a big wide sprawling city and they have an incredible train system that connects yeah, well, Tokyo is not sprawly it's dense it's big but it's dense but Los Angeles is largely a lot of just suburban areas that just stretch out like if you were to put population wise you could probably stuff them all in a much smaller area in which case it's easier to bring transit around places and so, I mean, the fact that helicopters even needed to get around some of like yeah, the we have major areas, like we have, yeah, yeah that's, we have that's helicopters across the bay because our bridges are so stuffed with cars, and we don't have like rail. We only have one train going across the bay, and it's only in the north, which is Bart's uh, tunnel. We and don't have the anyone going across the Dumbarton or the San Mateo? For those of you who don't live in San Francisco, um, there is the San Francisco Bay which splits it up. So there's a, there's a couple bridges that'll take you across it. There's three. And what is it? Dumbarton, San Mateo, ones. and uh, the Bay Bridge. And then you got Golden and Gate going Bridge. up towards Novato. Yeah, Golden Gate's another direction, which there's also no train there either. The, our, our train system, go. it's 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 one one track going north, one track going south. If you, know, you think about going up and around the water, kind of. Yeah, um, we don't have we don't have a, we have a crossing by San Francisco. But we don't have a median crossing, so therefore you only can drive if you unless you want to go all the way around. Uh, and then as a result, people drive on these bridges and they get clogged with traffic because people have to move far away because it's so expensive. And then everyone has to cross the bridges to get over here, and so, so people are getting helicopters to try to take them across faster. It's like two hundred dollars like times per ride, faster. But, like if it if it takes fifteen minutes. Right, a uh, helicopter ride. It, it, it's like an hour and a half drive. You know, yeah. I'm just throwing out 
estimates of uh, that's how long it takes for me to drive into San Francisco from where I live in the East Bay. Uh, and the fact that the fact that helicopters are even needed to get around some of these denser cities, absolutely bananas. And, our, and you can see like a difference in a, in a Manhattan. They had a little test where uh, someone took a helicopter and to the airport and someone took the subway and the subway actually beat the helicopter. Not purely on the helicopter, but largely because they had to get to the helicopter and that required being in a car. And that clogged them up in traffic. And then getting into the helicopter and getting loaded up and getting things started took some time. By the time they got there, the train actually beat them by like a few minutes. And even if it was a few minutes late, I'd rather just take the subway. It's cheaper, it's more convenient, it's nicer. You don't have to be in, a, in the air. Probably a little better on your ears too, huh? I've not, yeah. I mean, I've never been in a yeah, helicopter. Yeah, we were complaining but... about BART being loud, a helicopter is even worse. So like... Very, yeah. Various issues of transit. This is all my thing, but this is not my podcast because I could go on for like an hour about that. No, no, I want to talk about it because traffic killed Kobe Bryant. Like, they. Traffic killed the helicopter, Kobe Bryant. The helicopter. In some ways. Crash wouldn't have happened if he was just not in a helicopter. I mean, he of course, yeah. he could have crashed. And, he could have gotten a fatal car crash at five miles an hour in LA traffic at 5 p.m. Well, this is often the thing I think about. Like, car crashes are a lot, definitely a lot more common than helicopter crashes, largely because we just have more cars than helicopters. But, like, train crashes are not super common things, you know? Also... Like so many car accidents are because we're kind of trusting everybody to be, like, the master of their own vehicle. So, like, people can get drunk, people can get tired, people can get just aggravated, or people just can just be bad at driving. And you can just have things happen. If if God had come down from the heavens and she told me, you are gonna you got to get into a car crash or a helicopter crash, take your pick. I'm like, dude, I'm taking the car crash. She's, you... You could survive a car crash. I feel like a helicopter crash. There's no way out of that. Like I, I think there like are very low chances, or especially even lower chances that you you'll come by unscathed. I think. Yeah. Uh, so. Could, I've known people from car accidents who have like the car has been pretty brutally hit, but they're okay. A few bruises. Helicopter, you're kind of done. It's often the fear of airplanes. Airplanes are technically safe by like statistical numbers, but like it's just a if thought it crashes, that if, if this thing, yeah, if these engines go down, it, you there's just no chance at that point. Whereas a car, if fucked. my car breaks down, I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> if if a plane, if the plane is going down, like it is going to crash, but it's going to crash into the ocean. We're we're on a plane in Japan, right? We're going to crash into the Pacific Ocean. Is the call to open the emergency exit and jump? Is that the call? So you don't get like trapped with the plane and all the debris and all that. Is that the? I am or not is... sure. I'm pretty sure if it hits the ground, it will explode or break in half. So, so the call you know is the to thing, jump like, into the ocean. Water is not. I don't know. I've I've not looked this up. You know, talking about the whole, we're not going to speak about things we don't know about. I don't know the. Yeah, now now I'm doing being in a Do we jump plane. out of the? Do we jump out of the the air? <laughs> There's your question for the week. We don't do the questions for the week, but we'll just do it for one time. If you're oh falling my God. in a plane. You just yes. yeah, you just remind me of something. Speaking of questions of the week, this is the most brilliant fucking thing I have ever thought of. There would be Instagram models. I, I sorry, I don't want to take credit. I did not. I do not take credit for what I'm about to say. They're Instagram models who do questions of the day, but it's really like they post every day, so it's a question per post, and they'll say something totally unrelated. Like it'll be a super hot bikini photo or something, and she'll be like, "What's your favorite fruit?" Spell it out letter by letter in the comments below. And I'm like, oh my god, that's fucking brilliant. Because if my favorite fruit is banana, I have to leave a comment that says B-A-N-A-N-A-S. 
X. Did I still do you bananas, gotta, like, right? You gotta do the yeah, like the Gwen Stefani song. Yeah, know? yeah, I, I, I had to do it in my head there, but <laughs> okay. The like that is like how many letters is bananas? Like seven letters of engagement, and apparently that works because she has. I've seen people do this with millions of followers. I mean, maybe, maybe that's not the only variable that goes into it, but um, they must be doing it for a reason. And so, if you're listening to the early access podcast, we don't do this on YouTube anymore. Um, go into our Twitch chat and let me know what your favorite. Our uh, Discord. Tw- tw- yeah, go into my Discord and let me know your favorite twelve-letter word, but letter by letter. So you have to hit like T, enter E, enter. My favorite twelve-letter word is teledonics. I don't know if that's twelve letters, but my favorite word is teledonics. Anyway, so. Speaking of transit, I was at the DMV today, and this is going to be another like DMV like cheap comedian bit. But you ever you ever stop and think why like I'm sure you have why everyone at the DMV is kind of an asshole? It's because they have to work with people who are complete fucking idiots all day. I'm actually on I'm on team like streamer who's entitled the money, and I'm on I'm on team DMV employee because think about if you work at Target, right? You have to deal with people who go to Target, right? That that's a, that's a certain section of the population. At the DMV, you have to deal with everyone. Basically, everyone owns a, not everyone, but a larger, uh, more random portion of the population owns cars or is trying to get a motorcycle license or has to renew their driver's license or has to get um, a new government ID or something like that. You got to go through the DMV at some point, and some people are so fucking stupid that I think workers at the DMV have just gone into, like, defense mode. Every person who goes up to them, they're just expecting to just be a complete dumbass because the majority of them are. Uh, So when I'm there, I'm going... I'm extremely polite to the employees. I got my pleas, my thank yous. All my papers are in, like, a nice little, like, envelope altogether. I got my passport ready. When they ask for my driver's license, I don't go into my backpack unzip my backpack, like shuffle through it, pick out my driver's license like I saw some people do. Like, bro, you're at the DMV. They're going to ask for your license. I have it almost in my hand. Like, I have my hand in my pocket, ready to like, fucking quick draw it out uh, and like slam it on the table. Like, I-, I got all my stuff in order and ready to go. And so they're all probably really irritated because other people aren't aren't being quite as polite um, I was talking to one lady and I had all my pleas and thank yous, all my papers signed and everything. Um, you know, I, I gave her a lot of very clear answers to a lot of her questions. And so at, when she realized that I wasn't going to be some asshole yelling at her like, oh, I didn't know I needed to fill out this form. You didn't tell me that. I didn't get this in the mail. Why is this got to be so hard? You know, when she realized like I wasn't one of those people, she started being a little, a little bit nicer back to me, uh, which I guess is just... I just, in general, whenever I am paying someone to do something, I think I tend to be nicer to them than I am to literally anyone else, especially my friends, or especially if, like, even if you're paying me to do something, I, f- I feel like I'm nicer to people who I am actually paying to do something. Like, you know, if I have a waitress or something, and she's especially having, like, a really hard time, and my food maybe might come, like, 10 minutes later than I would have wanted, I'll, I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt on that. And I'll, I'll purposely try not to be a difficult customer because I know that anyone who has to deal with the public, whether it be retail or you're like flipping burgers, you're a waitress or you have to work at a car dealership. Even even something as like high up as that because if you're working at a car dealership, it's a nice car dealership. 
you know, you're, you're probably working with people who have at least enough money to buy cars. And so I, I try to be a little bit nicer to people who are selling me things because I know that the person who's going to come after me, you know, there's a, a non-zero chance, um, unideally, that the per- next person who will come up to them will just just be a complete jerk. And so I really sympathize um, with those kinds of people. I, I'm not ruling out the fact, though, that some people who work at DMVs might just be might just be terrible people as the government jobs they're not going to lose it so they, they might just be a jerk and they can get away with it anyway that's all i got for the early access podcast episode uh 20 you guys should turn into the pre-show on twitch.tv slash stell shampoo because it was like an hour long and we talked about a lot of good things on there uh, i don't know maybe one day i'll clip out pre-show stuff and, and release it separately but twitch.tv slash stell shampoo we're here tuesdays at 8 p.m pst if you guys want to listen to the early access podcast live on twitch you can check us out on Spotify. Drop me a rating over there. Uh, and jo- join me on Discord, if I can still talk. Discord.gg slash Stealth Shampoo, uh, where I'll drop updates about the Early Access Podcast. Like, if I need to take a week off for work, which I did have to do last week, I apologize. But we will be back in February with more of the Early Access Podcast. I'm going to go and feed myself. And uh, it is my birthday on the 30th, where Stealth Shampoo will turn 10. And so we'll have we'll have the first Early Access Podcast in the in the tenth year of Stell Shampoo, uh, on February fourth, twenty twenty, eight p.m. PST, Twitch.tv slash Stell Shampoo. Thanks for watching, guys, and we will see you guys all on the next episode.